Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This illuminating tale, Story Club members, might make you not take that extra bright flashlight into the haunted woods. It's one I call Fright Light. Are you sure this is a good idea, Mavis? You kidding? It's the best idea yet! My friend Mavis Gray exclaimed. We had a couple of mag lights, you know, those really bright flashlights that law enforcement and rescue workers often use. They're so bright, they can light up the night like you're holding a little spot of sunshine in your grasp. Um, these ghosts won't even see what hit them. They'll be so blinded by the light. Mavis and I were heading to Harvey's Haunted Woods for Halloween. It's kind of an outdoor haunted house that's in a 10-acre grove of elm trees. There's a crazy trail that you have to navigate through, and along the way, actors dressed as stalkers, slashers, monsters, and ghosts all jump out and scare you. Some will even chase you or walk slowly behind you to set your nerves on edge. This was the first year we were going to Harvey's Haunted Woods without our parents. Last year, Mavis lost her favorite bracelet when some chucklehead wearing a clown mask chased after us with some electronic hedge clippers while laughing maniacally. She and her parents inquired to Harvey's, but they said they didn't find it. It was a silver bracelet with Mavis etched onto it. Mavis was certain that one of the actors that worked there had found the shiny bracelet and kept it for themselves. Though, that logic always kind of bothered me. I mean, who would keep a bracelet with the name Mavis on it if their name wasn't Mavis? What can I say? Logic wasn't exactly friends with my friend, but oh well. She was still kind of a kick to hang out with. Mavis was always pulling crazy stuff like this. This one time at school, she glued down all of this girl's things in her locker. Her books, glasses, her pens, because she thought the girl had stolen Mavis's ring. Mavis later found it under her bed, but she never apologized to the girl, thinking it was funny the girl never found out who randomly pasted down all her belongings. Kind of extreme, but I guess that's just Mavis. We hid the flashlights in our jackets and waited in line. Surprisingly, there weren't many people out tonight. 
I figured on Halloween, the place would be packed. But it was pretty cold and on a weeknight, so maybe that was it. After we went inside the forest, we headed down the trail, which was marked with glow-in-the-dark tape. We stalked along slowly, like a couple of hunters. Normally, you went through the wooded maze as fast as possible to avoid the actors stalking behind the trees. This time, though, we were stalking them. A dude wearing overalls, sporting a hockey mask, and brandishing a machete jumped out from behind an oak tree. Normally, we would have probably screamed and ran away as fast as possible, but this time, we were ready. We blasted him with the high beams of our mag lights. He groaned in pain as he was blinded by the sudden burst of intense light. He groped for the air, visually impaired. We ran away, laughing. Another huge dude in a hairy Bigfoot suit got the same treatment. He yelled at us, then pulled out a radio, telling whoever was ahead that there was a couple of pranksters with flashlights trying to ruin the show. Hearing that, I told Mavis we should probably put the flashlights away and cool it. We'd already hurt two people's eyes. We might be taking this joke a little too far. But Mavis said nonsense. Now was not the time to falter. Mercy was for the weak. And at that moment, a herd of made-up monsters came running after us, tell us to stay right there. The game was up. We ran instead. Off the trail, we ended up somewhere in the thick of the woods. We hid, waiting for our pursuers to leave. It seemed like forever. I asked Mavis what we were supposed to do now, lost out in the woods. She told me we had flashlights and not to worry. We would just start walking until we came to a clearing. Easy peasy. Then we'd be out of Harvey's haunted woods forever. Mavis had no idea how prophetic her words were. We ambled through the trees and brambles, hoping to come to a road, when we reached the clearing. Instead, I kept hearing what I first thought was wind, then realized were wings flapping overhead. But these were no bird wings. They were massive ones that beat the chilly October air. Then we encountered what I thought were two red taillights from a car up ahead. Except as our mag lights cut through the darkness, I realized that the lights weren't that at all, but eyes. They were scarlet almond-shaped eyes that hung in the darkness. Attached to them was a seven-foot figure, dark and hairy with gossamer wings. He looked like, well, an oversized moth. Mavis stopped. We shined the light at him, but it only seemed to draw in the mothman. He flew right at us. This wasn't a hired actor. This creature was real. It's the light, I screamed at Mavis. Turn it off, it's a monster moth, it's attracted to it. I shut off my light, but Mavis couldn't turn hers off. The switch was stuck. The mothman soared in, grabbing Mavis with his taloned feet and started to carry her off. I hit the mothman's powerful legs to let her go, but it was like hitting steel bands. Something fell off its leg. Then the mothman swept up Mavis and carried her off, never to be seen again. Her light still glaring in the night like a dwindling star until it vanished into the dark, brooding clouds. I screamed for help, but we were all alone out there. Snapping on the mag light again, I saw what had fallen off the Mothman. It was a silver bracelet that said, Mavis. Poor Mavis. She took a joke too far, way too far, until it literally carried her off. I guess those mag lights attract the Mothman like a moth to a flame. <laughs> yeah. 
So Frightlight goes out to Mac. He listens to Ivy's chilling stories every day before school. His favorite episodes are The Biggest Night Ever and A Fungus Among Us. They've inspired him to write a book of spooky stories. How awesome is that? Keep listening and writing those awesomely scary tales, Mac. If you want to write to me just like Mac, then reach out at ivy at gocouldgo.com. It doesn't always have to be you listening to me, beloved listeners. I absolutely love hearing what you have to share with me as well. Meet you back here tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.